Six lessons from 12 months of building Dulo. This is the Early Days Podcast. Hey everybody, welcome to the Early Days Podcast. And this episode is a little bit different from your usual conversations with fellow entrepreneurs. This week, we decided to record a video where we answer a question we received from one of our audience members. And the question was, uh, what are some of the top three lessons or mistakes that you've learned over the past 12 months of building your business? Um, Both of us, Julian and I, took turns to share our own top three um, lessons or mistakes. Uh, And it turned out quite a nice uh, video. It's about nine or ten minutes of uh, some of the most important things uh, we have as takeaways over the past 12 months. Um, We've learned a lot for sure and uh, we thought sharing this uh, with you would be quite useful, especially if you're in the early days of starting a business or even better, if you're just about to start because some of those are really rookie mistakes and uh, people write about them. Um, It's nothing new nothing groundbreaking but when you're in the thick of it when you're in the middle of uh, building something of your own it's quite easy to lose track of those things and forget or don't realize that you're making some mistakes so without further ado please enjoy this conversation with me and julian where we share the six lessons we learned from the past 12 months of building our own startup On today's episode, we're going to talk about a few lessons learned and maybe a few mistakes uh, that uh, we did over the last year. Why? Because someone asked us this question online, right? Yeah, on Facebook. Thanks for the question, by the way. Cool. It was it was a follow-up to our vlog about the one-year anniversary, one-year birthday thing. So the question was top three lessons, mistakes, uh, insights uh, from the last one year. And uh, so we'll share them today. Okay, now I can start. Please do. I came up with one right now. Please do. Do you have three or do you have just one? Well, let's start and see how far it can go. There's probably more than that. Uh, Lesson one. Ideas cannot grow in isolation. It doesn't get more cliche than that, but uh, it's uh, true. Um, Before... uh, before Dulo, at least, uh, I've been trying always to do other things, uh, more on the development side or consulting side, but usually would lose interest very easy and uh, after a couple of weeks or a month or so when things become hard. Um, for Dulo, I shared it with you and that's probably the best decision ever because I convinced myself definitely over the past not even one, two years that working with a co-founder is super important not just uh, to share the workload uh, and all that but just to evolve the idea and to put it out there in addition to that like documenting this whole process lets us uh, present our ideas to a wider audience and as a result of that uh, our thinking changes uh, as well because if you keep it only in your head I think uh, you're gonna miss out on uh, on a lot of good things that will come if you share your ideas with other people and collaborate uh, on your ideas with other people so that's one lesson from me should we take turns then no ah, one, it's more interesting one each okay from my side I think we uh, could have simplified the launch 
in terms of uh, even though we had uh, limited finances, given that we are self-funding it, we could have uh, made smaller quantities and we could have went, uh, we could have skipped the women's collection for now. And we could have skipped three of the six colors that we launched with because uh, data shows us that the most popular shirts for now are by far the white, the black and the light blue. So we could have skipped uh, an additional um, financial, I guess, uh, commitment and saved that for either the next collection or for marketing and anything, anything really. And uh, we could have made uh, less quantities because I think we overestimated the demand <laughs> that we will have. And we shouldn't have because we were launching to, to crickets. We didn't have any uh, audiences ourselves. We didn't have any you know, platform and, and influence that we can leverage. leverage. Um, so I uh, think we overestimated that, but it's, uh, it's a good lesson going forward. I'll follow up with another lesson. Um, start building your brand immediately. Uh, it's something that I think we've never really paid attention to until we actually were ready with our production run and started uh, and opened for business, started selling. Um, that's when we actually started to consider branding more seriously. Before that, we did a very rookie mistake. If you read a lot of uh, startup books or just management or entrepreneurial books, uh, it's written there that um, you cannot really avoid marketing or branding. Uh, uh, but a rookie mistake that a lot of founders do is they focus a lot on the product at first. And I think that's something that we did as well. Um, and uh, that's still something that we're still figuring out, I have to say. Uh, it's taking a lot of uh, tweaking and it's taking quite a lot of time. So you say branding should be prioritized? Yes, I think you should start with that. Uh, with the why, I guess. Of the yeah, and kind of have to think about, the, about it uh, this way. Uh, you have to really know people, who you want to sell to, what do you want to sell them, why, uh, what are you solving for them, and start from there. Then make the product and then uh, tell this story to those people who you think would be uh, interested or that uh, they will need your solution. And I think we kind of have that because our product comes from uh, uh, the, our own personal need that other people share as well after we talked about it, but I don't think we communicated that well about it. I think we kind of had the idea uh, for ourselves, the justification, um, and then we started making the solution. And once the solution was ready, we had to tell the people instead of doing it the other way around or in parallel. Solid one. Okay, my second one is uh, that I'm glad that we didn't quit our day jobs and we went uh, the kind of the slowest uh, route of um, self-funding it and working on it on the side, uh, which puts us in a very nice situation, not being uh, having to rush to profits or anything like that or looking for investment. Because if you look for investment, then you're kind of giving up the whole thing and uh, kind of the whole idea why we built it. And then... Uh, the other thing is that we can be re really patient and we don't have a runway, which is uh, basically unlimited for us right now because we can still work our day jobs and, um, and do what we can uh, financially and time-wise. And we have all the inventory paid for and yeah, in stock. Exactly. So there's no pressure financial on that side of things. And I think that's a really key point uh, when it comes to being free to experiment, test stuff, and uh, just not rush into things and uh, think things over more thoroughly.
Nice. Well, I'll follow up with another lesson, my third one, I think. Be oh, enough for this sec- It's the second one, no? No, it's the third oh, one. It's the third one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, things are going to take longer than you expect. Mm. And you cannot really expect anything in the very beginning. I think when we started out, uh, we had some ideas or expectations that were not justified or based on any real data whatsoever. And we very quickly found out that patience is going to be a key ingredient in uh, this whole business thing and entrepreneurship. Um, The more you look into that and you talk to other entrepreneurs, the more obvious it is that things take uh, a lot of time. Uh, sometimes a new idea needs uh, a lot of time for, for it uh, to grow and to pick up. Um, so is the case uh, with us. Things are taking longer, it requires a lot more patience. I think we've learned to be more patient for sure and uh, better at managing expectations. I think we've become much more comfortable to, uh, to accept that we suck at things. Uh, and it's uh, actually kind of nice and liberating because it removes the pressure of you uh, yeah, doing your own thing, basically. I think it just uh, liberates you to experiment, to try a few things. And as you mentioned, staying up to your lesson, when you have the freedom kind of and stability, uh, so you don't have to worry really about incomes and deadlines that much, uh, you can just operate calmly and uh, then it's easier to be patient as well. Yep, good one. And my last one would be... Uh, Should be a very good one. Well, no, yeah, no pressure. Uh, but I think that we could have started earlier with uh, collaborations and partnerships. I think when we started, we just uh, kind of thought that if you put content out there, the audience will kind of build up organically, which it does, but it's slower than if you partner up with someone. And uh, for example, influencers or any other partnerships. So we are, I think, having said that, it's uh, we're actually working on both those points uh, right now. So that's... Uh, a positive thing uh, that we've proactively uh, done something about, but we could have started earlier, I think. Solid, solid, solid piece uh, of information for every, and advice for everybody who is starting something new. This is actually something that can probably go on our podcast as well. You can put it on the podcast. And a blog, and an email, and all that. Yeah, spread it out. We can continue with more lessons next time. Yeah. Or turn this into two-parter because it's very long. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Thanks for the question. Uh, if you have any other questions, keep please, them do, please keep them coming. Keep them coming. And here. Uh, yeah, thanks for following. Or whatever. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening to the show. If you enjoyed it and found it valuable, we would really appreciate your support by liking, rating, subscribing to the Early Days podcast. This program is produced and hosted by Dulo, that's me and Julian. And as we mentioned in the very beginning, we make non-iron dress sheets from performance fabrics. If you want to learn more, head over to wearedulo.com, that's W-E-A-R-D-U-L-O.com and take a look at our products, our story and the journey of how we're building the business. Until next time, bye-bye.